welcome everyone to episode four of Today in the Scene. I'm Joe with Indie Arcade Wave, and this is my co-host Dylan from Galactic Battleground. Hey, what's up? Shout out to our sponsors, Can Arcade, Everything Arcade, Music, and Cannabis. This week, we have the pleasure of speaking to Will, um, co-owner and creator, uh, operator of Space Bar Arcade. This week, we'll be diving in a little bit deeper as to what it is to own an arcade, especially at this time, um, as well as kind of the growth of the indie arcade scene in these arcade bars. Thanks for joining us this week, Will. Hey, thanks, guys, for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a little bit of a, a rough road getting us in here, but I'm I'm really glad it's it's finally working out. So the first thing I wanted to ask you about is what is Space Bar Arcade? Where are you guys? Uh, what's your focus, and what sets you apart from everyone else? All right, man. So uh, we're in Boise, Idaho, downtown, um, right, <clears throat> kind of in the center, the heart of uh, downtown Boise. Uh, we're in the basement. And uh, we kind of focus on being, uh, you know, since we are underground, we kind of focus on the underground and we uh, we focus on the uh, music scene, you know, the arcade scene, clearly um, the, the uh, beer scene. Uh, we try and like appeal to we, we feel like everybody's got a little bit of nerd in them and we try and um, appeal to all those, um, those things. So we curate the, uh, the video games, the music, we've got comic books, um, the beer, all that. We think about, you know, kind of the, um, aficionados, um, but we try and do it in a real low key, um, way so that it's approachable for everyone uh, to come in and check out. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we, um, like I said, we, we try and like have that underground vibe, you know? Yeah, that's, that's really cool. I know I was, I was looking into your guys's place and you have an indie game in there that I've never heard of. Um, I'm forgetting what the name of that was. What was the name on that one? Uh, Devout Tournament. Devout Tournament. Um, yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about that game? You, you said it was just like a couple local guys that made it, right? Yeah, so um, we've got this college here, Boise State University, and um, we have a couple of guys who just graduated from a computer science program there, and they uh, put together a video game, and we finance that video game, so we're kind of in partnership with them, and it's a... It's a party game, I suppose. It's a fighting game. Uh, it's two opponents uh, in a ring with one uh, weapon that goes into the ring, and then you fight for the weapon, and then you can take out your opponent with the weapon or disarm your opponent and then take them out. And there's also um, obstacles that come up in the in the uh, gameplay that will disarm you. Um, and you're trying to fight for your God's supremacy. So they're just kind of getting into, um, to the beginnings of that. We've got a couple of levels. They're hoping to gain like five more levels, um, eventually. And they've got a lot of like little Easter eggs that they're working on. And I know that, um, you guys, uh, probably have gone through the same thing with uh, galactic battleground. Um, just like progressing and, and adding things and having fun with, um, the experience of creating a game right yeah oh yeah lots of it (laughs) cool so yeah Um, that's that's it yeah right on uh so vintage arcade games or modern arcade games can you tell me like the pros and cons of having them 
I mean, like which ones you put out, which ones you take out. Yeah, man, for sure. So um, when we started, um, I was just a um, a hire there. I, I was their manager. I was the first hire, and um, my previous partners, who I uh, eventually bought out, they're a little bit older than me, and they wanted a classic arcade. You know, they just wanted that golden era. You know, that early days, because that was that was their wheelhouse. And I had gone to Portland. Um, a lot in my 20s with my buddy Jeff and we went to uh, ground control quite a bit and okay. um, and he loved ground control you know I, I I liked arcades you know just fine I went um, to arcades uh, as a kid but like it wasn't necessarily my my wheelhouse um i am from the bar scene so i kind of know that side of it um and uh the arcade thing kind of it appealed to me because my buddy jeff who i looked up to who's a good friend of mine he loved going to ground control so i was like well when we opened one here in boise i was like well i I think i could run a show you know and 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 be a part of that and and um, make it cool so we've really just kind of kept those golden era um, arcades on the floor because they're bangers and they're you know they're earners still and we still get you know guys in that are in their 50s that are nostalgic for that stuff and then you got kids who are coming in who are you know freshly 21 and never seen that stuff they've only come up on um, on home consoles or uh, gaming on computers so <clears throat> they are kind of like whoa what's this and checking it out um, so those are kind of been the mainstays on the floor i want to start dabbling into uh some of the uh, indie arcades because i think they're cool i think that you know um it's awesome that we've got a new generation of of uh makers out there that are doing these things like you guys and so Mm -hmm. i would i would love to see you know more of that uh, interjected into our uh, business and then, you know, expose more people to uh, the creativity that people are putting out there. Cause I think there's some really good stuff out there as you guys have highlighted. So. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I agree. There's, there's a ton of indie games and I feel like um, with running the Instagram page, every time I post a new game that people haven't heard about, I get messages about another game. Mm. Uh, I'm finding them all over the place. I mean, I found a game in, in uh, Chile. I found a game in Argentina um, some games that I definitely would not have been exposed to if the community hadn't reached out to me. I mean, I'm just sharing the stuff that I know about and they're letting me know about other things on that it. same vein. Um, there is a little bit of news here about a game you guys had in there called Harambe Kong. Can you expand on what that was and how it came to be? Yeah, for sure. So, um, Harambe Kong, was a uh, video is a video game that um, my my partner in the business now uh, Zach Roland and his partner at the time uh, in in that uh, venture Tyler uh, created and it was a um, it was supposed to be kind of a well obviously a, a take on Donkey Kong but um, but a, a message um, you know he was trying to put this thing together about how zoos were uh it was his social take on how zoos were um maybe not a place that um you know contain animals and so um the whole uh idea was that uh, you were harambe in the cage and food would drop into the cage and then uh as 
levels progressed, there would be more and more children that would drop into the cage. And your objective was to get the food, but avoid the children. And if you uh, were to touch a child, then uh, the zookeeper would come out and uh, shoot you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I mean, that's a really interesting way to kind of reskin it 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 does make light of a, a rough situation but i mean it is something that needs to be exposed that these aren't really what they should be it's a meme dude seriously right right so i mean it was you know i mean so yeah we got a little bit of bad press about it it was a little bit controversial but you know i mean we were just retelling a story i felt like you know and it was like kind of shedding light on how you know fucked up that was that that happened right um and that's kind of where our that was our stance was that was you know that was jacked up so um we uh we got a little bit of press from that it was um uh the people that came into the bar they didn't really see it that way i, I don't feel like there was a couple of people that were kind of um skeptical about it but our response was have you played grand theft auto you know have you played some of these other um, super violent video games so you know so. right yeah i mean it's just it's just a reflection of current events it's right. i don't think it's anything that should be taken out of context and labeled like as a bad thing the only um, thing that i could see it being bad is like the mother of the son you know totally like being like what the fuck like why is this you know like why is this on here yeah but that's like the only indication i could see it but it happened. It's like historic, you know, it's, right. it's on video and shit. So I don't know. Well, what I mean. Do you guys still have that in the arcade or is that somewhere else? We don't. We and It's in storage right now. We just pulled it off because we were trying to, you know, rotate games. That's what we do. We've got like right. 32 games in the in the bar. With, we're a small space. So, um, again, like got to get the earners on. And that one was um, kind of getting worn thin. So we, we took it off. But um, it's always, you know, got the potential to come back on the floor. We get some people that ask about it still um but yeah you know um our take too was just it's it's artwork you know and and artwork should uh i feel like uh get an emotion out of you and that one um seemed to get some emotion out of people which was good so yeah that is good um what advice would you give to new and old coin operators i mean like putting games on the floor and what when to rotate when not to rotate yeah um I think, you know, um, we had some of the, the games that were nostalgic for the previous owners on the floor and they weren't necessarily earners. Um, so we had, they, but they were nostalgia, you know, they, the guy really loved those games when they were in the arcade that he was coming up when, when, when he was a kid. So he wanted to have them in there. And he also, I don't think necessarily was looking at it from a business perspective. And that's, you know, there's many different ways of, of doing this business. Like there's another guy in town uh, who has a big, big collection. He's called uh, Grinkers is the name of the place. And he has like all these old schoolers out like Billy Mitchell and, um, and Lonnie McDonald and some of like the heavy hitters from the early days, like they come out and um, have this big thing called Grink Fest every year. And it's a big uh, tournament. He's got probably one of the biggest collections on the um, uh, West side of the country. And uh, you know, 
he does he's a collector and he's um not really in it for the money uh so he's got everything like anything and everything he's got out there and it's a haven for some of these people that like are super nostalgic for the early days and they want to go play some really obscure stuff and it's super cool but for us we've got a small space so it's got to be the heavy hitters that come on the floor because um you got to earn every um penny every quarter uh and so um they gotta be good um they gotta be what the people want they gotta be stuff that's approachable that you know a pedestrian person who on a friday saturday night is coming in with uh their girlfriend their boyfriend um wants to you know have a beer and play a game or you know get together with a group of dudes buy a pitcher of beer play nba jam you know those um those Four player um, beat 'em ups are um, essential for sure. We've got consoles in the bar, so we've got like all the NES platforms, um, including the Switch, for people to play on two TVs, and that's like a huge hit. People like to just post up, grab a pitcher, sit down for an hour, play with their homies, play Mario Kart, play um, play Smash. You know, um, so that's been big. Uh, we do uh, fight night. So we have, um, you know, the fighting game community come in and, um, and play smart, super smart. So, yeah, yeah. um, we just try and reach out to that community. We, we were in the beginning trying to do like, um, board game nights and stuff like that, but that, um, there's too many other places in town that, um, are doing those kind of things. And those people are kind of like already locked into their, um, their, particular uh game spot where they want to play so we and we're not a board game place we're a arcade so with that kind of fell away it, it's just really kind of like <clears throat> feeling it out and trying things seeing what works what doesn't and then um you know uh just continually to try and evolve the thing so gotcha awesome. have you guys tried uh like a D night i know there was an arcade here in uh north minneapolis or uh, northeast minneapolis that was doing that and we went and had a awesome time they unfortunately closed down during all this but it seemed like a big hit there uh we did an mtg night um and it was a casual thing um with uh with our bar we don't try and get too competitive we want it to be more of like a a chill relaxed place so um we did like a, a casual night but what we were finding with a lot of the magic players was they had been out of the game for probably you know they were in their late twenties and they were, they hadn't played since they were maybe in their teens. And so it was just, um, a lot of, it was a little bit hard to like get people back into playing and then to play in a, um, in, in a atmosphere, like the bar, we got a few players. And then, you know, I've seen people just post up and like start playing D and D on their own. Like we haven't even, um, we haven't even like, uh, pushed an event but we've just had like dudes roll through and um and post up and play so that's been cool but yeah it's something that we um we'd definitely be into um so so you've been talking a lot about um other things that you have at the bar other than just arcade games Mm -hmm. Uh, what do you guys have for like food and drinks do you guys do like local beer there or yeah, so we do um, a lot of local beer because there's a ton of breweries in town. I mean, it is it's highly, highly saturated in Boise with um, local breweries, and they're all real good too. So we t- we try and like 
get a lot of local brews in um, to support our, our community here. And then we try and find uh, the other good stuff that's out there that we can get. You know, it's, it's kind of up to our distributors to be able to supply us with good stuff. And luckily, there's some distributors who are, uh, you know, pushing their business forward and trying to find uh, other good beers that are out there for us to um, introduce to our our guests uh, as far as food goes we have um, any any downtown uh, area vendor is allowed in so we don't have <clears throat> food we don't um, make food but uh, we allow outside food in so if you want to order pizza that's cool if you want to order some Thai food that's cool we got a place right next to us that serves ramen and uh, you know they'll bring it over to you so um, yeah, we try and play nice with everybody downtown. Can't really go bad. Can't yeah. go wrong with uh, ramen and arcade games. Right. Do you ever have food trucks, like food trucks out there and stuff? Or? You, you know, um, since we're being right downtown, um, we have a parking issue. So, like, it's all street parking. Gotcha. And, and okay. it's it's kind of, um, a, with the city, it's kind of a uh, pain to get a truck to be able to park up there. But we have done it before. We have had a couple of food trucks. Um, okay. So, yeah. Right on. Um, so what's the hardest part about being a bar owner? <sighs> um, just stuff like like this um, with the corona uh, virus going on, um, shut down. Um, and then, you know, we've had being in the basement, we've had um, a, a few floods. Um, oh, and, you know, yeah. So we had like um, one that was a couple of years ago it was uh we've got uh, geothermal water that runs through the downtown area and we had a pipe burst and um, water come into uh, it was a city pipe that burst and it came into the bar and flooded the bar and so we had to shut down for a week to um, get people in there to get all the water damaged out and then to rebuild our stage and to um to uh, do all the cleanup stuff. So uh, just just the uh, unexpected, uh, I think, is the hardest. Um, but you start to kind <clears> of <throat> roll with the punches because it's, you know, always unexpected. So uh, just being able to be, able, you know, the hardest thing is to be able to uh, have a short memory, be able to turn the page quickly, you know, not dwell on things that are going wrong uh, and just like, continue to push forward so uh it it's um trial by fire and uh you know it's important to keep doing those things so yeah. yeah keep keep all that stuff compartmentalized and just keep moving forward if you can't control it you can't control it for sure for sure so we talked about indie games a little bit earlier on what uh indie games have you guys been looking at that you're somewhat interested in oh um galactic battleground for sure we've you know we've talked a little bit about that um we'd love to yeah. have that down at the bar for sure um yeah. the, uh bump and shoot i've seen and uh, that looks pretty interesting um there's one that i liked um and you guys might know or probably know and i'm i'm a, the name is escaping me now but it's uh by the dudes that do killer queen um it's the motorcycle one oh, black, uh, emperor. black emperor yeah yeah that looks pretty tight um but yeah i like i said we're just kind of in the infancy of all that um so i haven't had a chance to explore much um but those are three off the top of my head that i um that i'm into i like those right on so okay 
Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking from the floor of your arcade right now. What are your three favorite arcade games that you guys have out there? Well, uh, can I? I guess. Uh, let's see. I, I'm a Galaga guy um, right now. Um, Samurai Showdown um, in the Neo Geo Cab. Okay. Yep. Um, and then we got Windjammers in there too. It's pretty fun. Um, Windjammers in there. Sweet. Yeah. I never play that game. It's pretty tight. Um, and then uh, let's see what else. Uh, what do we have on the floor right now? I say, hmm. It's always a tough question. I know. Um, <laughs> well, I'm trying to remember everything that's on the floor too. Uh, Moon Patrol. I like Moon Patrol. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Moon Patrol is. I think that one's really underrated. Yeah, that's a good. One. Fun game. Have you guys seen um, that? Uh, Intellivision is coming out with a new platform. Do you know Intellivision much? Not, no. Okay. So early gaming console in television, they've got a new console coming out uh, called uh, Amico Vision or Amico in television. And uh, it looks tight and they've got a new uh, version of Moon Patrol on it. And um, yeah, if you get a chance, check it out. It's, it's uh, I think it's going to be cool. Hmm. We're going to have it at the bar. So yeah, I'll definitely look into that one. Sweet. Yeah. So I think we're ready to wrap this up. Okay. Um, do you have anything that you want to say to anybody? Uh, this is self-promotion time. Shout out your social medias, everything like that. Word, yeah. Um, check us out, spacebararcade.com. Uh, Instagram handle is spacebararcade. Twitter, spacebararcade. Everything is spacebararcade on the social platform. Um, the Arcade Underground, you can find us there too. Um, yeah, uh, if you're in Boise, come check us out. Heck yeah. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Shout out my homies, Danny and Tori, for letting me know about uh, Space Bar Arcade. They actually moved out there recently and let me know that you guys were even around. So that's oh. how I reached out to you. Word. Thanks, I you will guys. be linking all the social media down below in the description here on YouTube. Um, thanks for joining us this week, man. It was awesome chatting with you. Oh, yeah. Great talking to you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, totally. We'll we soon. will be back. We yeah, will be back good. next week with Night Rider music. Um, and we most definitely will speak again. Will. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Later. Peace. Bye.